That beginning perfectly summarizes uh, how I felt during lockdown. The level of drama. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode three of the Echo Chamber. This is a set I just planned for. Uh, I don't know if we were having people over or what. I just wanted to have a good session of music. Uh, Jen and the kids were watching a movie. I was playing around with stuff and I just put it on. And this, I spent maybe 20 minutes finding tracks I wanted in, and it just worked so well. I was really pleased with it. Well, I mean, to be fair, during lockdown, we. We, we, we created a lot of debt. Yeah. <laughs> we had the ample time to really, really focus and hone our craft. <laughs> Largely because we were in lockdown like 16 hours a day. What's that from? Greta Thunberg. Oh, yes. Nice. This is such a lockdown set, isn't it? It's like <laughs> the, it, to the inner workings of your mind is gradually going a bit mental. <laughs> it is quite doom and gloom, actually. Yeah, but, then again, but then you've got this uh, Fat Boy Slim coming in, which is just, you know, so recognisable. Instantly sort of picks you up a bit. Nice. Do you use that little oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, oh. This is drop as well. Did you intentionally like it? No, no, I didn't. Like I, it, I actually um, looped a section of it to get it to the right place. Yeah. A little cheat in there. Don't need aspiring DJs. <laughs> use that four or eight loop just to get you onto the nice, like, synchronized uh, drop. Is this the Camelot remix? I'm pretty sure it is. I will check. You say you hear us and that you understand the urgency. She sounds like she's no, narrating uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Like, she's got that kind of very British quality to her voice. Like. You really understood the situation and still kept on failing. And that you went to Narnia. I really shouldn't undermine the Greta Thunberg is a bit of a legend. Oh, definitely, so, definitely. You know, no, disres no disrespect. No disrespect. That's what Fat Boy Slim, so, you know, this is quite a work of genius. Yeah. Two legends working together there. Change the world. Because these numbers are too uncomfortable. And you are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. You are failing us. Young people are starting to understand your betrayal. We will not let you get away with this. I like the fact you did I like the fact you Made it a bit political. Because I remember seeing you in one of your assemblies when you were in Egypt, very, very passionately talking about um, the, you know, the goals for sustainable development. Your thing. It's still your thing. Still your thing. It's nice that that kind of comes into your music. It's an urgency. Oh, slip that in the background, didn't you? 
little cheeky sack. Just at the point where it switched into Lady Gaga. <laughs> like they've done this really like heavy remix of Lady Gaga. We should post post a link to that YouTube clip with a, a, a minute timer just so they can see us. <laughs> so I remember trying to think of songs that would go well together to try and tell the story of my lockdown with this. Oh, it'll be two weeks of sitting in the house. Oh, and now it's three weeks sitting in the house. Oh, now it's a month. Oh, school's closed till the end of April. And it was happening for us in February, February, March time. And we were watching the rest yeah, of the Yeah, well, this is, this is the interesting thing. Like, it happened in China way before it happened over here in Egypt, yeah. you know. And uh, I remember you, I remember having, like, calls with you uh, and you saying, like, don't underestimate just how how much this all affects you, you know? yeah. um, and lo and behold it came and it did affect us just in the same way. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, this isn't normally a song I would put in one of my sets, but I, I remember hearing it, it was, I think somebody had played it on their Spotify account when they were here, and thinking, that would be really good. I think I'm playing it certainly faster than the original is. But it just fits beautifully in the, in the way I'm trying to put across these songs. Quite, quite, uh, like heavy. Yeah. Early on, in, early on in the set. It's just like yeah, gold, like balls deep straight away. Like, like and this was my lockdown experience, the quarantine experience. You know, we had people coming to the door in Chinese official uniforms with red armbands on and they would take our photographs, they took yeah. copies of our passports, they made sure we had they checked our travel history, they wanted to go through our passports to find where we'd been and where we, when we come in. They were tough and they're like, yeah. do not leave. And there were people walking around, you know, don't, make sure you couldn't go out and get back in. And of course, you obeyed all the rules and didn't have any secret Absolutely parties. Absolutely, that would be very irresponsible. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. I'm glad. I'm glad you took responsibility that day. Oh, hello. <laughs> I think there's um, there's a lot of fun in it already. I mean, yeah, you've already had that kind of political statement at the beginning. You've had. The kind of the drama and theatricality we were talking about in episode one and two, uh, with the opening song, that, that Verona song, and now we're just going to go into New York, like, lockdown, setting me mental. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit one flew with the cuckoo's there, isn't it? I love this next song coming in. I heard you sneak it in in the background there.
again, you can hear my quick mixing, like already. I'm still at my 30 seconds and onwards stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that a bit of uh, Solvy coming in the background? Uh, this yeah. is Jack Jones, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Jack Jones and Martin Solvy. Might need to double check that. Fuck, fuck, Jack. No, I'm trying to write down the set list as I go because I've reset my Serato since then and I've lost all my playlists because I switched to a new computer and I didn't, you know, think to back them up anywhere or write them down. So I'm, as I'm listening, I'm going to write down yeah. the song list so that when you remix this, I can just send so you the tunes. So to put that into context for anyone who is actually listening, so like, as we agreed at the end of, I think it was episode two, that Dave would play this set for episode three, but then I would take all of the songs for that and in episode five, make it my own set, but like use my own remixes of the, the songs and try and come up with a completely different set, but using the same songs. And Dave is going to do that for my club Dropicana set, which is in episode four. Uh, and he's going to take all the songs from that and come up with his own version of the set. <clears throat> so I just like literally about just 10 minutes before this conversation, before this episode is, is being filmed and recorded, I sent him a picture of the, of, of, of the set list for Club Dropicana. And then he writes back to me and says, yeah, I've lost, I've lost the set list. Um, I'm just going to have to write them down as we go. <laughs> and then I'll just send you like a scrap of paper, a picture of a scrap of paper. So funny. Like... The consummate problem solver. <laughs> what impressed me with the photos that you've sent though is, you know, you've got all the tracks that you've recorded, but I can see on the left-hand side, you've got crates and crates of set lists that you've recorded. Do you ever delete a set list? Oh, yeah. No, I never delete that. <laughs> but then it also helps me to never use the same song over again. Like, I'll find a, the same song, but a different remix of it or something like that. Yeah. Like, if I ever do want to use it, you know, it's a good song. But try not to repeat too much. But in, in Club Dropping Town, in X, you'll hear loads of overlap between episode one, like, songs that you did. you hear loads of them, but, like, different remixes. I do like Jack Jones. I like this. Um... Sorry, my mind has just changed. <laughs> I like that sort of industrial ticking in the background. this coming in? I can't remember. This is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> can't write this one down if you can't remember the name of the song. <laughs> it's alright. I'll uh, sound hound it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'll have it in my Serato somewhere. Yeah, it'll be there. I like it, you know, taking your audience down a little bit. You've got that, again, what we were talking about. You can chill, yeah. go and get yourself a drink, just sort of bobbing in the kitchen. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that at house parties? That you always seem to, there was an Ikea advert that you made it into a song, didn't there? You always, you'll always find me in the kitchen at parties. But like the kitchen is, you've got 35 people at <laughs> your party. 32 of them will be in the kitchen at any one time. Like, it's so, it is though the well, it's a place where all the cold drinks are stored, isn't it? So it would naturally be a, a meeting and point. In your place, you've got the hatch from your kitchen into where you DJ, so it's you can get the music straight away. Yeah, I have a service hatch. <clears throat> I don't live in Downton Abbey, just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> I'm, uh, 
Uh, it's literally it's just a my hole mind. in the wall from the <laughs> kitchen to the lobby. My apartment in China is about the size of your kitchen, so my everybody's mind. in the kitchen, but they're also in the living room. Oh yeah. or some complete ear-covering earphones, then you're not doing yourself justice, people. So I find a lot of um, new music on other DJs, podcasts and video shows. Yeah. How do, how do you find your new music? Like, the things that you want to use? Like, how do you... So I'm subscribed to some big kind of DJ names. Uh, Oliver Heldens, The Martin Garrick Show, WW, uh, Afrojack, and, and uh, Nora Impure as well. They're going to come out the regular ones I listen to a lot. Love her. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there just in case she's listening. She's, uh, <laughs> she's my dream woman. I've, I've written many a times comments on her Instagram page, and on one occasion she wrote back to me and said, Thank you. Thank you very much. And I was like, That's it. We're destined to be together. <laughs> Lucky lover. She's like Canadian Swiss as well. Yeah, you're South African Swiss, isn't she? No, South African. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to get you a big cardboard sign for Tomorrowland that says, Nora, be my wife. (laughs) I'll just be like, do you remember Kevin? You you answered him once on Instagram. (laughs) The picture of my my profile page. Maybe she'll just stop mid-performance and it'd be like this really like dirty dancing moment where she jumps <laughs> off the stage and runs towards me and I just lift her up in the middle of the Tomorrowland crowd. Like in, like in Forrest Gump. It's nice to know that I have realis- realistic expectations <laughs> of myself. <laughs> anyway, as we said, oh, this is oh, a good this tune. Is nice. <laughs> this is This is video gaming. Yeah. I mean, you, you got me in. How do I play my music? So... I've got a bunch of podcasts that I listen to when I'm out and about, like on the bike to the way to work, or if I'm at the gym or running, whatever. And then I will, if I find a song that I want to use, I will make a point of noting what time, make a point of noting what time it happens. And then when I get home, I'll like try and find it again, or I'll search releases and things. One of the things that um, I I do is uh, well, if you know, if you're out, then you use Soundhound or, or um, Shazam or whatever it is you use as your music recognition software. But the thing I like about Soundhound, well, one that it's free with the phone, but like it, it saves the history. Yeah. Uh, I know your Google Pixel phone does that automatically, so even you don't even need to turn the app on; yeah. it just remembers what you've been listening to in a kind of weird Big Brother type way that's actually quite constructive to DJ. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but then uh, the the other one that I really enjoy is um, uh, Spotify. Simple. Like having a paid membership to Spotify from Egypt is it, it's brilliant. It costs you about one pound a month. It's amazing. <laughs> it's cheaper in, in di- well, you see different prices in different countries. Yeah. Isn't it? So I use Spotify, right? And um, you you know it's got kind of that kind of like algorithm built into it where it, like it recognises what you like, what you listen to what's in most of your playlists and stuff uh, and it, it suggests stuff to you it suggests um, uh, you know a, a discover weekly so discovering tracks that kind of tie in with things that you've listened to uh, and then there's a, a release radar as well which we use. and it tells you when whenever new tracks are brought 
brought out by um, your, your favourite DJ. And that, that release radar is particularly good for new, new music because it, 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 it kind of ties in with all of the stuff you've listened to already and tells you when those artists are releasing new music. So that's kind of my approach. That and subscriptions on YouTube to, to artists and it tells you when they've released a new music as well. Yeah. I just I got one just before now and I, just before we started this, it was a uh, Duke Jamont's most recent re- recent release came right out today and I was like, oh, awesome. YouTube music and it's, it's really good for finding new stuff, you know, it builds playlists based on what you like, similar to Spotify. And so I thought, uh, we will often find new music that way. Yeah, and you, you do a lot of kind of more fun stuff as well, like you'll get like vocals only of tracks yes. and like try and mix them over the top of, and just, uh, you know, create your own tracks. So the thing about Serato and, and using a Serato compatible desk is that you you know you can make your own music you can take the vocals of one song mix it with a, a loop and uh, a backing track of a different song i've done that on a few few sets as well i think on the club Tropicana i do that on one of one of the tracks which is the yeah yeah by body rocks uh, I, I remake that track a little bit as well um it's a lot of fun in there fun involved Oh, it's getting real like, heavy here, innit? I like this. This was the inspiration for the memory set that we talked about before, which I still haven't recorded. Because um, the quarantine set was about slowly going mad. Nice. when you're sitting up at three o'clock in the morning during a lockdown and this is like literally the song that's running through your head yeah. that's what i can imagine <laughs> also if you sing this bit twice it's 20 seconds for washing your hand ah. depends what bpm you're singing <laughs> it at though what's really funny what's really funny is if you're wash, like, you washing your hands at work and you sing it out loud and people are standing behind you <laughs> nice just not like <laughs> just in a queue, just going, I'm my mind. Again. <laughs> Put this into contact, Dave's wife has just walked in in the background. <laughs> It sounds like a Christoph beat. It sounds like a. It is! <laughs> it is Christoph, you cheeky monkey! I love him! If there's anyone who's good for end of a night, listen, like Christoph, like, he has the ability to send you under, over, out and around. Because I haven't listened to this since you a couple of times when you when you first sent it me, and the advantage of not listening to a set in a while and then coming back to it, is it like some some things take you by surprise. 
this is uh, this is good. This is really good. Just listen to this bit now. It's drop. I can hear it coming. Feels like to be alone. I absolutely love this song. <laughs> I remember discovering this song. Oh, just at a really poignant time in my life, and it was just like, wow. I love her vocals as well. It's just um, she sort of draws out the beginning of each word like, uh, like that. I love that. Did you use phase or Yes. Uh, so my decks have got... Oh, the, and then he switches yeah, in. My decks have got the touch effects, so when you touch the dials, it turns them on and off. So you can start tapping rhythms on the effects into the, into the music. Mm. It can be really effective sometimes. Effective, haha. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 I must admit, um, Yesterday, uh, I was uh, I was at a, a, a party for all the people that spent the summer in Dahab, and uh, I was driving to the shop with uh, Dave, Dave mate, and he said uh, I was telling him about the fact we had this session tomorrow that we were going to listen to this quarantine set, which he's listened to and like he's a big fan. And he said, "Oh, Dave messaged me the other day uh, and sent me a funny video from a couple of years ago in Andy Armo." So. Put this into context for anyone who's listening. Andy Armo is like a sort of a restaurant stroke nightclub that uh, is in New Cairo. And uh, when when Dave May first got here, like Dave or D5 took him for a night out. And it's like probably like three o'clock in the morning by this point. Dave's had a few shandies. And uh, and and the video that 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 Dave sent to other Dave was just him dancing. But dancing in only the way that a dad can dance, like real sort of like, like like a jive, like. And it, Dave was like, I, I could have fucking killed him. Like he sent it to me, and I was just like, it was like watching a video of my own father. And I'm just like, I've become, I've become my dad. And I, was like, and I did say I would mention him in episode three. I did say to him. That, that deserved a mention because this this is the song that he'd be there going oh yeah and it was just like mismatch complete mismatch jive dancing to this like heavy techno listen oh that's a nice drop right there you filthy monkey this is brilliant i love this I want you to know before you go 
It's like Dave, if you were doing one of your 10k, 15k runs, big runner, <laughs> um, what vo- what volume would you have your music at? Uh, s- loud enough that I can't hear general traffic. My problem with running is I can't. Oh, risky, <laughs> risky. The roads here are amazing. Like there's loads of places to run. That, that there's no cars. And with headphones in, you can't hear the electric, the electric bikes anyway, so um, you might as yeah. well enjoy the music. My problem is they're not this size of headphones, you're like the big over-ear headphones, you just have like little in-ear buds. Yeah. They're pretty good, I've got Google Buds, but and that's fine for, for running, but I wish I could run with big headphones on. I'm, I'm, I'm not a keen runner myself, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I've aptly described today on many occasions, but... <clears throat> I would definitely have it like full 100% volume, but I would imagine that when you're running, the, the cover all earphones get really, really sweaty. Yeah. Like even when we're DJing, you know, like when you're DJing, you're just like, you have to take them off like quite yeah. a lot just to give your, your ears a bit of a break. It's really, really hot. Oh, nice. It's got this um, summer vibes coming in now. It's a big change from what it was like 10 minutes ago, eh? Yeah. Yeah, very big change, very big change. <clears throat> what time of the year was this when you sent when you first did this? Because your quarantine times were different to Egyptian. Egyptian quarantine time. Yeah, this would have been. Um, when when, when, when would March, this be? I want to think end of March. Oh, hold on, I can have a look at my uh, on my drive when it was uh, when it was sent. Ah, February. Oh, it's early as February. Yeah, I mean, we weren't even in lockdown then. No, I mean, we didn't go to lockdown until end of March. So this is the uh, you were about six weeks ahead of yeah. us. So this is the early uh, early stages of your <laughs> descent into <laughs> whatever. Well, what was really frustrating about our <laughs> lockdown was it started weeks. at the beginning of Chinese New Year, which is two and a half weeks off school here, and we had. Uh, loads of plans for people. We well, plan stuff to happen pretty much every day, and we just had to can the whole lot. Yeah. Oh, what a great remix this is! Watch that sound. Yeah. I don't know, uh, well, we should probably record our Skype calls at some point. <laughs> and include in, include the video, because you just see me and Dave doing, like, really Dave, mate, dad, dad things. <laughs> sorry, Dave. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, I turned your video into a GIF and I'm going to put it, send it to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Include, include the video at the gift in, in the comment section below. <laughs> the thing that's so funny about the video, right, to put this into context, is that Dave May in, in the video is like eyeballing the camera as he's dancing, like really intently eyeballing the camera. Like, cir- cir- circa uh, Norman Bates in, in American Psycho. <laughs> Like, like, just staring into the lens of the camera, like, oh, it's brilliant. Oh, not Norman Bates, it was his brother, wasn't it? Well, one of the Bates, anyway. Oh, nice. Boom, boom, boom. Love the panic room. Either there, one of my one of my uh, most common 
things. It's like uh, when you bring in a new track and then thinking it's at one level because you're on a you're on a two gauge playing a four yeah. gauge, like playing a four deck and thinking it's higher than yeah. it is. And then you're like, oh shit, there yeah. it is. And then you bring it up like, well. <laughs> yeah. So that's it, but that, that's any authentic, good DJ set has like these kind of like minor little things in them that kind of make them a bit more human. And to, to the person who's listening, I you're like, that. oh, something wasn't quite right there. To the person who's mixing it, you're like, ah, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in your head, you're going, oh my God, this is the worst thing in the world, everyone must think I'm awful. Really, it's like, no one even knows because most people are probably fucking drunk by that point anyway. And they're like, oh, this is really good. But I like how you've uh, built in that again in the background to, to sort of give it a sort of a dip down and a dip yeah. up. I love Aura's voice. Love it. Oh, is it? Oh, we had this last episode. Is it Aura or is it Jembrook? I don't know. Anyway, she's got a great voice. This is two episodes in a row we've had this oh, song now. Sneaky. There's that bass. What's that bass? Uh. Nice, yeah, so Panic Room, Quarantine Sessions, making the songs answer each other. We talked about this in uh, in episode one and two, about like making the songs sort of speak to each other. This is going to be an enjoyable drop. There it is. Switching it out there. Mm -hmm. oh, I was going to say, that, that face hits you like a punch in the face. Nice, yeah. One of the things that I really enjoy about um, like, even if even if uh, you're not collaborating on the same set, or um, me and Dave will always send our sets to each other, and uh, we'll always give it like a running commentary. So he'll he'll send me a, like a Google Drive link to his set, and I'll I'll be like uh, write a really long WhatsApp message back, like six 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 minutes and forty two seconds. Really love the drop here. Uh, maybe it could be tidied up by, or, you know, like, or, and then when I send stuff to him, he's like, oh, 18 minutes and seven. Oh my God, that is filthy. Oh my God, I love it. You know, we'll like give each other, uh, give each other um, constant feedback on the sets that we're producing. And that, like, and, you know, when we're together, we will, we will DJ together and it will be a collaboration. But when we're not together and we're on opposite sides of the globe, it's still a collaboration because, and this is what I'd advise to anyone who is interested in, um, doing any form of DJing is always, always get like, always get someone else who, if you can, someone else who knows also what they're talking about. To, to just take a look at it and give you, give you constructive feedback. Yeah, definitely. Like, and the feedback that Kev sends me is really useful stuff. And like the way he, so as teachers you have this thing called a praise sandwich you like find those things to praise and kind of insert one thing for people to work on Kev's like a triple decker stacked praise sandwich it's like it's just a list of some awesome things he loves about this track and he's like oh levels in here weren't quite right and then it's like bah, 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 great mixing great mixing great mixing so I always feel good getting the feedback <laughs> that yeah, I mean, we, we do give very, very detailed feedback to each other. I mean, most of it's like just like just encouraging about like if you've taken a courageous leap and trying to throw two things together, it's like just that that affirmation of going that something has worked. But then 
at other times. Like it's been a few sets when I've sent it to you and you've gone, oh, that, 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 you know, those two just like, they sort of jar a little bit at the beginning. So you'll find a new way of mixing it, like phasing in and out or using like a bit crush or something like that. And it'd be like, you, it forces you to then think, yeah, like there, perfect example. Instant swap there. I'd have gone, bosh, that was like a really, really nice switch up there for the, uh, for the crowd, it's like <clears throat> not not as profound as a Rick roll that you did in episode <laughs> one, but um, but you know, like just taking it, taking your audience uh, out of the boom, boom, boom of a heavy bass into something a bit light and airy, and you you need those ups and downs. You really, really do. I love this gin. We're both dad dancing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we won't call it dad dancing anymore. We'll call it day mate dancing. <laughs> we get a bit of Dolly. <laughs> I saw Dolly Parton perform uh, at 2014, 15, I think, uh, um, Glastonbury. And the woman is a the woman's a narrator. She's a storyteller, and I I've got nothing but respect for her. Like, even if she does sort of. You know, sell out a little bit and kind of join forces with Galantis. Yeah. <laughs> I, she's still an awesome, awesome storyteller. I'll tell you what, this set list is going to be a nightmare to find right down. I'm, I, I'm not convinced I've got all the songs, which is a little bit embarrassing, as, you know, the DJ who makes it. Oh, that sound, though. So he's in the concert hall on stage on his own with, a, I guess, a couple of camera crew performing to YouTube. It's so good. I mean, yeah, I mean, that just shows the difference, doesn't it, between the quarantine set that we would produce, which is kind of just a, an expression of our own 
madness. Uh, and like him, just like no, I tell you what, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the console. That's, that's what I'm gonna do. It's an expression of his madness at the time. He's always got that really thick bass, yeah, hasn't he? It's so gratifying. Uh, an expression of my madness is going to be coming up soon. I've got a plan to go so here. There's not the house music scene. Stop me if I've told this already. I'm going to go start playing in the park. I've got big, going to get a big helium balloon with LED lights in it and put it up in the sky like 30 feet. And then I've got a pop-up table and I've got a little, a little. Um, two-track mixer and my laptop and batteries and a couple of JBL speakers and batteries and I'm just going to play house music to the park. And people will see the balloon and be like, hey, what's that? And then come over and then I'll get to serenade Brilliant. them. Brilliant. It becomes like that balloon becomes a, a beacon yeah. for people to head towards. I mean, it's, it's biblical, mate. I mean, you, it's that, <laughs> that guiding star. It's like the three wise men heading, heading over to the park to, to jam. Oh yeah, we had this in uh, episode one, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, it's worth mentioning actually here. So we're we're recording episode three here, um, and we have since released episode one online. Episode two has not been released yet because it's not quite finished. Uh, and uh, one of our closest friends, Dave Birrell, is another Dave. We love the Daves. <laughs> like so many we Daves love the Daves. Yeah, we love the Daves. Yeah, Dave Birrell, who is. Uh, uh, he lives out in Brazil, We're a bit of a global community. He lives out in Brazil with his lovely wife Vicky uh, and uh, a child that is on the on on the way. And uh, we've not seen uh, Dave Brill in a, in a long time. He, he he sent us a really really nice voice note uh, about episode one. He'd been listening to it whilst on a 15k run, and this song was in the set. And he said that you know this song was one of the ones that kind of gave him goosebumps because he he remembers it from all the all the house parties that we used to. Uh, frequent whilst we were all in Egypt at the same time. You know, there was uh, many, many happy attachments and many memories attached to this song from different events. Like, so anyway, it was just, uh, it was just saying like it was just really, really refreshing to like listen to us talk through all these really positive memories that we have. And also, Dave, thank you so much for sending the message because I got goosebumps listening to you talking about us talking about our music. It was fantastic. Yeah. And it's a sign of uh, any good DJ that he gives himself goosebumps at times, you know, like... And you have that effect on other people, maybe, occasionally, every once in a while. It's a lovely feeling. I love what you're mixing in here, by the way. Yeah! Nice switch! That was a really clever switch there. He's on the same tone and everything, same key and everything. Taking your audience down there. You have a moment where they're all like becoming readjusting, reattuning to what's going on, what's happening here. Am I, is it going to explode? Is it going to be a slow build? Yes, and there it is. That voice. That robotic voice. So me and Dave are on a Skype call right now. My fingers are doing like a little tap dance along the bottom of my screen. <laughs> this is a really nice remix. 
You're a good egg. Put this in context. Uh, so I was doing my little finger dance at the bottom of the sky screen, thinking I was hilarious. And then Dave, in, in the last two minutes, has just drawn faces on his own fingers and is now making his fingers dance along the bottom of it. Always has to go one better. Ah, <laughs> uh, we should record this. We should include the video. Like, these are, this is hilarious. Like, episode uh, five and six included some video. <laughs> Release it on YouTube. Oh my god! Ooh. Love Fisher! Just small doses, you can't overuse it, but. I know, now he's got his fingers in. Met his other finger friend. This is gonna sound fucking mental to anyone who isn't actually seeing what I'm seeing. So he's drawn faces on all of his fingers and now all of the fingers from both sides of the screen are now joining in the middle and dancing together and uh, he's a uh, there's no end to Dave's imagination anyway let's just take a moment to appreciate Fisher in all his glory I just uh, I saw that it's his, um, his wife's girlfriend uh, wife, wife's birthday today uh, on, on Instagram. Uh, happy so, anniversary, Just take it over the top of that. What is brilliant? Another song for quarantine. <laughs> but Dave and I have some very uh, strong attachments to this song. We're, um, on various different occasions, we've heard this song played, and uh, we've both been in very different states at different times. Like we both uh, we both helped each other through some very very treacherous nights, whilst this song has always been playing. Here she yeah. is, Brit, like episode one recap. <laughs> Brie Davidson. I love this song, and it's so good. I think, I think it's coming up in Club Tropicana as well. <laughs> oh my god, everyone's gonna think we're upset. Yeah, that's a great crescendo. Solwax and Fisher, that's a, that's a collaboration that needs to happen in real life. That's got to be the most satisfying foghorn ever. in a minute. 
just to put in context, me and Dave are dancing our asses off right now. Here it is. The genius of those two songs together, mate. Oh, well done. So, when me and Dave used to put like sets together and stuff, like we'd like try 101 different mixes, and like if you just get two songs that you find that work together, and then both of us would just like look at each other and go, Yeah! <laughs> like gratifying when you get two that you just like, fuck, they work, they work together so well. This is one of them. That little ramp up from um, work it, that whirp, 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 was really, um, really nice at that, at that point then. There's a brilliant remix of the song just being released. Oh, yeah. Like in the last week or so. Yeah, really good, really good. Proper lose yourself in the music moment there. But like, like the last two minutes, neither of us have said anything, and we were both just like, watching each other just dance. Like, it's as simple as that. Just like really just enjoying the music. Like I love those uh, little fusions that you get. Like where you just you're not thinking about anything. You're just like genuinely in the in the song that's playing at the time. They can be dangerous though for a DJ. Oh yeah. You know when you're like when you lose it when you lose yourself in in a song and then you're like oh fuck uh, uh, my next key point or like uh, you look up and realise that your serato is flashing you've got ten no. seconds left in the song yeah you're like, ah, yeah 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 serato yeah, going there's no there's no song left you're like ah and you end up dumping something bizarre in like Spice Girls or something <laughs> yeah yeah <I> like this <laughs> so true. God, I can't wait for Tomorrowland next year, man. It's like, how long now? Like 11 months and two weeks? <laughs> oh, man. No, not too long. Like, delayed gratification. I'm surprised it's not dropped in any purple disco machine. I was on a, like, I still love purple disco oh, machine, but I've got a big Just purple disco machine thing for about coming up in the next set. I remember being at the purple disco machine it was an outdoor stage and it was just yeah in the rose garden it was just a sunny day loads of people just rocking out to disco music ah what a lovely like chilled way to spend your afternoon i that's such a good memory for me as well because monique and i were dancing in in this big crowd of people 
and you and I was me and Jane were up on the just under the wing the, the tea off to the side yeah yeah just watching you guys just watching you guys enjoy yourselves but then at the same time like I enjoy yeah. ourselves at the same time yeah it's still lovely yeah I I love this guy's voice This again, coming back to what we talked about in episode one and two, about like that kind of um, higher than mid-range male voice, slightly auto-tuned, slightly um, uh, digitized. And with those uh, uh, sort of drops in it, but it's a bit sort of Ben Bomery, a bit, bit Jan Blomkvist. I love, love this. And uh, the sentiment of the song's nice as well. Like, it's, you know, it's a good time to pray. But very quarantine yeah this is the end of the, like <laughs> the acceptance of madness like we understand all the things that are going on yeah this is just now life yeah like a like a buddhist monk in, a, in some kind of moment of self-reflection going yeah after all this madness i see i see what i've gained from it all like i, I see where i'm at now like i have an understanding of yeah. oh cheeky that cheeky mix there yeah Oh, here he is, got it. Don't be sleepwalking. Yeah. Love Elderbrook with a passion. Perfectly mixed together though as well. Like it's that, again, that same male high adoptive. Yeah. Yeah, I love this sound. This, this end, this, it's not nearly as, as dark and heavy as at the beginning. It's still got the quarantine feel to it, the, the, the journey through quarantine. Yeah. Dude, a bit Dave Mate dancing right now. Eyeball in the camera. <laughs> Skype call, we can actually record this, so I'm, I'm thinking in, in a later episode, we, in a later episode, we should definitely record the Skype call and just post that as a video to go along with it. It's the, hilar- it's the hilar- hilarity of it. You'll have to get a better background. Those curtains are grim, mate. Alright, <laughs> uh, hey, mate, I've got a... A, a 10 by 6 foot poster of Echo Chamber Yes That I've had specially made here in Egypt <laughs> I can imagine my, my background might be a little bit better than yours I got vinyl <laughs> Well you got vinyl uh, You don't have a big you don't have a big Echo Chamber poster though do you? <laughs> Job number one for next week could you come on, you're in China, you can get oh, yeah. anything done get there. Like, just get it made, get it made, get it made. Dude, I can imagine just coming home with this enormous poster and Jen going, what is that? <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what Michelle did. She was like, why have you, why have you bought this 10 by 6 foot poster with your logo on it? Like, what, what are you ever going to use that for? And it's like, I'm going to put it on the wall when I'm doing that. And she went, you are not putting that on the wall. <laughs> oh my god, it's like boys and their toys, like, oh my god, what are you doing? Uh, you are not putting that on the wall. Anyway, I will, I'll put it on the wall. I just need a little That's bit amazing. of time. <laughs> so this is the end of uh, the quarantine sessions. And the quarantine sessions was one of my favourite sets. I love that. I I loved every bit of that. I love the ups and downs, the the messages at points, the the, the stripping it back at other points. Just, and again, it's a storytelling it's set. Such a know, journey. Such a yeah. journey. It's a storytelling set. Yeah, yeah. Like some some sets are just you know I'm I'm here to serve a purpose. Other ones like tell a bit of a story. And this it's really for me 
like stands out as being something that really tells a story. So well done, mate. Really, really love that. <laughs> Thank you very much. So next episode is episode four. We're doing your club Dropicana, which I love. Yeah, well, to you see, bits. I'm all I'm. I just uh, just to explain, like I I do like coming up with very inventive name. That has been inventive, but I just like coming up with like puntastic names for my sets so uh, uh yeah the next one's called club dropicana because it's got it's like house uh mixed with remixes of house that have big big drops in them like big bassy drops so it's a very much a party set um it was done during quarantine during lockdown exactly the same as this one a little bit later on into the lockdown a little little bit like after we got um through the, the the initial lockdown sort of craziness uh, and you know you start reaching a point where you and your little bubble of friends who you're sort of quarantining with are starting to sort of try and get a sense of normality and have a few house parties and things like that you know i love how i love how the sense of normality is a house party <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> to have this massive house party but yeah, I'm going to, um, for episode five, hopefully, if I've got enough time before it's released, I think we will, uh, I'm going to take all of the songs from this set and I'm going to remix it into my own set. We may decide to give you a break because we, we have four. similar songs in each other's sets, so they might be sick of our, the same songs over and over. So if we don't have time, we can always postpone it yeah, to yeah. nine or ten, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, actually, well, yeah, maybe, maybe, well, maybe, maybe do it later on in the process. Maybe listen to some other sets first, like different styles and genres and stuff. Um, we'll do it when we're ready, but I think at some point we should uh, try and mix each other's sets. Like you take my Dropicana one next in the next episode and, and and try and make it your own. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you for episode four. Thanks very much.